1: Plus.
2: This is an unspoiled network podcast. This is Unspoiled covering The Dresden Files, book 4, Summer Night, chapters 10, 11, and 12. In these chapters, Harry has a bad dream and then gets in a fight with a fairy. Welcome to Unspoiled. <laughs> I'm a- rolling show everybody delightful wonderful people hello i'm natasha you're very excited <laughs> I, only I just got my rage out talking to you <laughs> i was so angry when we started talking and now i feel okay. so much better hi <laughs> <laughs> what's I your name <laughs> I've converted my rage into aggressive happiness. <laughs> um, so, what did you think, madam, of these three chapters?
3: Um, these are pretty good. Uh, the introduction of Grum, which I don't know if that's his name, but that's his name now.
2: Yeah, I think that's fine. We're just going to go with that.
3: And, um,. The when Bob starts filling the beans about really what's going on with the court and how that shit works, mm-hmm. I was, I was, uh, I was, I was into it.
2: Yeah, that whole info dump like having Bob be a character so that these info dumps feel completely natural and not like just uh, exposition time, okay. Mm-hmm. I searched in the library and here's the entire chapter that I found in the library. Read it yourself. It's really smart. Yeah. Bob is a is a speaking library who's a very funny and obsessed with sex. Good call. Yeah. Smart move.
3: And his his back and forth with Harry is always super entertaining. Mhm. You know, when he fucking calls him um
2: Captain um, Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also really enjoy the moment when he's like, um, when Harry's like, "Well, why could he? Have, why was he killed?" And he's like, "Well, gee, Harry, maybe it's because he it was the summer night." <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh but he acts like harry should know this shit already even though yeah. he knows perfectly well that harry doesn't know this shit already mm-hmm. but he doesn't care because it's fun to make fun of harry and i can get behind that 100 percent. yeah
3: yeah yeah i would join that club
2: yep um <laughs> i would join that club <laughs> that's fair um. Yeah. So we get that information. And what did you think about like the whole way that fairy works with three queens on each court this and everything? Is what I'm talking about. <laughs> because like <laughs> like one queen for each court.
3: And and how about there being a third one, a third court? Mm-hmm. That we don't even really get much more information on that about. Hmm. Um. Which I was like, well, shit. Shouldn't there be four if we're going with a the seasonal theme? And then I got distracted because I had been watching Steven Universe and i was it we'll we'll talk about that some other
2: time <laughs> don't spoil me I'm, I'm not even out of the first season yet yeah, i had to yeah, start yeah. over again because owen wanted to watch it with me i'm like halfway through season 3 i am
3: killing i can't stop watching it's so good how many seasons are there altogether i i think 5 okay and the first season is really long right it's got like
2: oh and then they get shorter yeah. That's so weird. Usually it's the opposite. They only yeah. get booked for like, you know, eight episodes and then all of a sudden they're like 24 episodes a season and you're like, why did you do this? To be fair, I don't know if that goes
3: throughout. I, I know the first season was like 40 something episodes. Mm-hmm. And then I, second season one and I was done. I was like, what? Um. So now I'm on season three but I really don't know how many episodes been, so I, don't, you know, I don't know. Oh, it's so good. though. But anyway, but so I was thinking about the court, and I was like, well, there should be four. There's a summer and a winter court, and mm-hmm. there's a spring and a fall one. But uh, Bob says there's just three, so I don't know what the fuck's There's three queens, and if one queen is terrible, it
2: can't be. Um, girl, you're going then- away completely. Sorry. You went. Oh. Something keeps happening. I don't know if you're like turning your head a weird way or what, because oh. like. It might lose my head, though. I don't know. Yeah, and I it, don't know. Is it Now you know, sound that. good. Right now, like, yeah.
3: But so, if, if both courts, the winter and the summer court, have three queens, that's mm-hmm. like three times the awfulness. <laughs> I don't know what the power is between each, each queen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I imagine that the queen that was And, you know, has less power, but it's probably even angrier because she used to have power and now she has less. And then the queen to be the lady is probably always plotting. I can't even imagine.
2: (laughs) Now, I'm looking into because you are saying that he said that there's three courts and there's a third one that we don't get a lot of information on. But mm -hmm. I'm not remembering that. Where is that? He says, um, unless I read it wrong. Hang on Uh, because each court has three queens and a knight let me see Uh... how are you going to try and do a pop up for car insurance on this Dresden Files information page no stop (laughs) it and it's auto playing oh that is just fucking rude (laughs) you should be thrown into the sun
3: I wonder if I'm, I wonder if I'm confusing the way Bob said three. Maybe he just meant three, three queens.
2: Yeah, I think I think because when you, I was like, is there a third one? And I thought at first that you were talking about something else that I'm not sure that we've come across yet. But that doesn't really fall under that. So, um, I was like, he doesn't talk about that here, does he? Because there's three courts for vampires.
3: But. Yeah. Well, I wonder. Let me see. Where the fuck is it now? I can't find it. So maybe there's just the two. There's just the winter court and the summer court. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah, each one so. has three queens. The yeah. There's mother, queen, and lady.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here it is. Yeah, because it says uh, alright summer queen, winter queen, winter night. One, two, three. And then Bob says, three. He says, yes, technically there are three.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And he's talking about, okay, all right, never mind. Two courts, three queens in each.
2: Um, I'll, and the summer and winter night are kind of a weird, like, they each work for each of the courts, but they're not actually fey necessarily. Um, Ronald Rule was human and was just killed, you know, like a person. Um, so, But,
3: but like, uh, not just like a regular person, though. Like, it would take a lot to kill him.
2: Yes, like, it would definitely be really hard to do, but it's not like trying to go after a fairy where you need, like, a particular kind of weaponry or, like, it. it's just harder because they have the winter mantle of strength but it's if you are a regular mortal person it is a possibility that you can get recruited to do this job you don't even necessarily have to be a wizard you know it's just as he puts it knights come and go like paper cups right Um, he
3: says that um the knights are are they always mortal
2: no no it's just that it's it's you can you can be even if you're mortal. Which is, it's just kind of a weird thing to me that the mothers and the queens and the ladies are always fae. But the knights that work for them can be anything. They can be fae, they can be wizard, they could be vampire even, they could be mortal. Um, which, and they just can hand them the mantle of power for their court to give them extra strength that's like born of that season.
3: Oh, I thought he said that they're that they're always mortal. So, well then, if that's the case, then maybe that that um, let me see. Whatever Grum was, is it possible that he could be a? a I don't know. We're, I'm getting way ahead of myself trying to figure out who could be what now.
2: It says here, I'm looking at the thing. In order to circumvent this limitation, they appoint a mortal knight for each court. You're right; they do have to be mortal. I'm sorry. I didn't. Under, I didn't realize that. I haven't really come across like an instance of. Um, so yeah, you're right. They do have to be mortal. Wizard still mortal. So I guess.
3: So you could be. So you could still be a wizard and be a summer night. How awful would that be? Right. I mean, I guess it would be good if you're if you know the queens, but it would be terrible for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, especially if like you're, you know if summer got like a wizard night, but winter didn't. Cause I would feel like winter would be pretty. Yeah. Feeling like, like they're how, at a loss
3: there. He, one of the things Bob is talking about is that the, you know, the balance of power mm-hmm. is shifted. And how about those ramifications for us humans who are minding our fucking
2: business? Right. <laughs> like another ice age. I know or- that's like, he's like, Oh, or rampant growth. And Harry's like, well, that doesn't sound so bad. And he's like, Oh Yeah. It'd be great if you were, what was he saying? Like something the, by Ebola for all your friends. Yeah. If you were Ebola, you'd have a ton of friends. <laughs> um, which is something I like because it can feel a lot of times like winter gets the rap for being like the evil season.
3: Oh, sure. You know,
2: and mm-hmm. growth without restraint is no bueno either. We don't need yeah. that. So, um so yeah Harry gets all this info Ronald rules the uh, summer night and obviously Mab is he, Bob points out did she ever actually say that she didn't kill him and Harry's like
3: I love this detail
2: no she just said that she wanted me to exonerate her and Bob's like
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's <laughs> you know, like, well, you know, it got kind of, you know, she kind of mm-hmm. Bob is like, oh, you think? Yeah, it's like, not like it's what she does or nothing.
2: Bob's yeah. like, <laughs> if only someone had told you to stay the fuck away from fairies. <laughs> if only you had an intelligent being in your life who could have warned you not to do the exact fucking thing you went and did. <laughs> also, why didn't you just grab a baby and just give her a baby? Oh, how great is this? Oh, and God. then later he's like Fucking too good to steal babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just picture him like if he had hands, putting him up in the air like, oh, well, I guess somebody's trying to be pardon me. <laughs> like he said he didn't shop at Walmart or something.
3: Ah. <sighs> But, okay, so, so it, these chapters, they open, though, with Harry having that dream about Susan, which was pretty terrible. Yeah. Actually, it starts out all like dreams usually do. They start out all nice and then they fucking turn on you. Mm-hmm. Or is that just me and my dreams? I don't know, guys. But it starts out with him Joe, you know, having kind of a, you know, making out with Susan dream. And then she Basically, she um, starts to feed on him.
2: Yeah. And kills him. Yep.
3: (laughs) As he's sort of watching.
2: Yeah, Uh it's like they're in the middle of, like, the passion of sex overcomes her inhibitions and she doesn't even intend to start feeding Mm -hmm. on him. It just happens. Yeah.
3: And he's kind of, like, you know, feeling the venom and they can't do anything about it and can't die. He's not going to stop fucking her.
2: Right. (laughs)
3: Um. And then after she realizes what she's done, he yells in horror, and he uh, wakes up from that. And um, you feel bad because this chapter starts right after Elaine has left the apartment. Yeah, and she shows up right when he gets home from
2: Karen's. Mm-hmm. So Harry is really
3: tired. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Harry's
2: it, tired and he's got a lot of women bouncing around in his head. Yeah, and he really needs this rest and he doesn't get it.
3: Um yeah, it's kinda it's kinda sad. And he's feeling really even with all the stuff going on with Mab and the courts and the council, this um desire to save Susan is still a it's still a thing.
4: Mm-hmm. You know?
3: Um he just doesn't really have a lot of time to focus, focus as much energy as he wants to in trying to find a way to cure her. And the guilt from not being able to do that seems like it's really starting to wear on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you feel I feel bad for him because it's not 100% his fault that he doesn't, you know, that he, all this other shit is coming on. hmm Yeah, I
2: mean, it's not, but...
3: Yeah, I said not a hundred percent his fault.
2: Yeah, it's like, and it, yeah, you know that's that's the worst kind, right? Where it's like, well, I am to blame, like in a lot of ways, but like not really entirely. But, 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 like you just go in circles in your head over and over again. Yep. Not that I would know anything about that.
3: No, of course not. Us? No. Get out of here.
2: Oh man, I'm like uh. What's-his-face-in-the-happening? What? No! I only know oh my God. that reference from the fucking memes. It is... I it. swear to God, that movie is so bad that it's hard to even, like, get across what... If, if you think that wind-blowing is just terrifying, watch The Happening for a good <laughs> Halloween scare. Because it is literally like 80% still, like the camera still uh, focused on some grass as the grass bends in the wind.
4: (laughs) (gasps) Oh no.
2: Like it's. Is it. What
3: is. (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) Can you say it with a straight face? But what is happening? Like, what is the happening? Fuck it. Spoil
2: it. I don't give a fuck. Of- all right. Spoilers for the happening. Anybody cares. And if you do, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. I promise. You'll watch it and you'll wish somebody had just spoiled it and that you didn't waste your time. <laughs> the happening, all of a sudden, people start killing themselves in like brutal fucking ways too. Like at one point, I think somebody like flips the over a... Uh, lawnmower while it's running and like shoves their head in the blades or some crazy shit like they just do it and because it's cinematically they're just doing the dumbest versions Um, and it turns out that there's some like toxin that the trees have started to create like in the pollen to make human beings commit suicide because we're killing the planet and it's like a protective Uh, reaction that they're uh, yeah so people figure out that it's in the pollen and they run and blows because the pollen's coming oh
4: my god are you serious (laughs)
2: serious. oh my god that's so terrible oh my god i'm so embarrassed (laughs) and it doesn't make any sense because at one point they're like you know, it's they try and do that thing of disaster movies where, like, people are trying to get out of the cities because everyone's gone mad and the streets are clogged up and now we have to travel on foot because our can't go, whatever. And they hold up in this farmhouse and, like, the farmhouse is in the middle of a bunch of grass and trees. And... Yeah, I'm thinking the farm seems like, why wouldn't you stay in the city? And... <laughs> they, it's not like they have like tons of towels jammed up against the cracks in the doors and the windows it's an old farmhouse and yet apparently just closing the door is enough so like they have these moments just but then the minute that they're behind the most meager defense all of a sudden they're totally fine it's just it's so fucking stupid it's just so fucking stupid <laughs> Remember how it ends either because for some reason they like start to come out of hiding like they think it's over, and then of course the episode ends with somebody in front of it was an Eiffel Towerly like stopping and killing themselves, so that you find out that it's spread to other countries now. I'm not kidding you; it's so terrible. It feels like a Saturday Night Live sketch, like. Yeah. Is
3: that, a, that's a, um in, in my movie, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. What are you doing?
2: And the part <laughs> is what, that fall up in, there's this like paranoid old woman living there and she lets them in, but she goes through like these phases of thinking that they're all going to kill her and that they're here to like rob her. And then she'll kind of seem to like get out of it and be cool for a second and then go back. So she comes downstairs and she's like, You're all planning on murdering me in my sleep. And that's when he's like, what? And 100% sounds like he's planning on murdering her in her sleep. I mean, as, as viewers, we know that that's not true. But his tone makes you question whether you know that. Oh my god you're like maybe he is is that the twist of this movie is <laughs> that he's actually like that this is all in his head or he just created this whole like crisis so that he could get into this farmhouse and rob this old lady like yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i could not watch that shit again i couldn't do it
3: yeah that's not happening oh man
2: oh! <laughs> get it <laughs> That's not happening. The sequel to the happening by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> That's so oh god. Oh, what, okay. what are we even here for? Um all right, so where were we? Deadly Sorry. Deadly Pollen. <laughs> um so Harry then goes to Ronald Rule's apartment to try and find out anything because he's pretty much got nothing at this point he knows like who this guy was and gets the ftd flower box and hat to get into the building and when he gets there the doors open and there's somebody already there um i thought it was gonna be elaine i don't know why oh I have no, I mean, I
3: have no reason to have thought that. Well, I mean, Harry threw her name out when, as a list of suspects mm-hmm. and says, gonna reason are off the list. Right. And I think that was enough because I was like, oh, it's going to be Elaine. He's going to find her snooping around in it because she is also, you know, the. She's on the case. Yeah. She's also on the case for the fucking summer court. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't Elaine. It was a a very um,
2: ill man, bowler hat. He says, For us, he looks like he came out of a catalog, <laughs> like a 1920s catalog. And yeah, Harry, like, comes in, tries to be casual. Hi, oh, you know, I'm just uh, delivering flowers for dead guy, whatever. Right. It almost worked like he gets the guy to sign for the flower,
3: <laughs> which I <laughs> I was like, what? And, uh, you know, he walks in the office, this guy is, it, is just, like, ransacking. Yes. And he's just stuffing shit, what I thought was indiscriminately, but it turns out it wasn't. I just thought he was just grabbing papers and just throwing shit in his bag. Um, and Harry's able to do the the flower deal. And while the guy is distracted, you know, reaches in and p- takes out a piece of paper, ends up being a photograph out of the satchel. And he's like, wait with this, how that A, this is not a man. Correct. And B, it can smell that Harry is a wizard. Yeah. Which Whoops. is like new. <laughs> this is new, right? This is new to the series.
2: I mean, it's certainly new to Harry, apparently, because <laughs> he wasn't out ready for this at all. Yeah, I mean, the guy can smell the fox. Sure, that's, that's a little high level, but you could still see a person being kind of like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. They'd have to be a pretty perceptive person, but still. Right. But yeah, then I smell wizard. I smell magic. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. This took a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the first time that I heard I was listening to the audiobook and I was like, Oh
3: no Low motion Winter banter Mm-mm. or like anything like this and then like has a a a a Hand around Harry's throat and lifts yeah. him off the floor. Like there's no time for Harry to even lie about anything, <laughs> make up any kind of story. Um, and I'm pretty sure he was going to crush his fucking. Life. Yeah, That's what was happening right. I mean, Harry hears something
2: starting to crack, <laughs> and he's just like, "I real cool. like he doesn't know who Harry. Is. What are you doing? Mm-mm. None of that. Mm-mm. None of that. Which is usually pretty
3: standard villain fare, right?
2: I would say so. Yes."
3: You know, nope. No, nope.
2: yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah, being 100% ready to kill whoever is anywhere near you. Yeah, that feels like bad news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, So then follows him chucking Harry into a wall like he's a fucking rag doll. Yeah. And
3: uh, I don't think, oh, Harry digs like a nail into his arm or something.
2: He does. And that helps. That just gets him to release him. Yeah. From death <laughs> but it doesn't like win until there's somebody like a neighbor who starts screaming. Who keeps calling them fruits? Like Wait. what's up with that though? What is that? What is that? There must be like, <laughs> like just okay. an old person who's like, what's the most insulting thing I can <laughs> think of? I know. Vegetable. Wait. nope, that's not it. Fruits. I guess, <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, like I I remember when that used to be sort of a slur,
2: mm-hmm. right?
3: Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel like accusing them or. or no. I feel like this old person was used just what you know.
2: Like you said, like, what can I say that'll really sting? I like, I guess it's just such a, like, I agree. That threw me off, especially again with doing the audiobook. Doubles down. Because the audiobook, the first time, like, the voice is, I'll call the cops, I will. Get out of here, you fruits. And I'm like, did I hear that right? And then, she said, fruits. And I'm like, so I, okay. And I love that that works. Uh, because here's a fucking thing that was going to crush Harry's windpipe. Right. Can get out of like having a nail driven into his arm. Mm-hmm. And and walks right through Fuego like it's fucking nothing. Nothing.
3: Like, just didn't even happen.
2: That is not so, like a welcome bit of information that this yeah. guy can just shake off magic. Like, there's
3: nothing. Like,. Everything that this that this Grum brought to the table is all bad. <laughs> it's just all bad. And we don't know who he works for. Um, even though I don't even think that would matter at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, um. it's like... <laughs> that's kind of the thing that like about in the next, right? It's just who, like, even though he's this huge, uh, thuggish mo- monster, basically... hmm he cuts his losses once he realizes that other people are getting involved. Yeah, and Harry starts is, to be like, you know what? Yeah. I better just go. There's a couple of things there was that he was which um,
3: was like okay, and then after my okay, ogres are a type of fae. I was like, well, really now, mm-hmm. we're just we're just making
2: up rules. I mean not
3: that I know the rules, guys. Maybe those are the rules. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I mean, basically anything that's like a being that you've heard of in like fairy tales, it's part of fairy, most likely.
3: Okay.
2: You know what I mean? So ogres, fairy fairies. Trying to think of like uh <laughs> 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 I'm just like what's the thing? They're probably in fairy. So, yeah, uh, giants. Like, I don't know that yeah. I have even seen one, but I would guess. Um, and also, weirdly, large versions of various regular animals, also. Oh, is that right? Yeah, at times. Okay. Which is super well, uncomfortable. This
3: is, and I've mentioned it before, it's it's so, like, reading this while I'm reading Harry Potter.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um you know they're they seem like similar on the surface but really obviously they're very different stories right but there are some some things that i just get used to even before harry potter but then circe and to come into this world where they're all fae you know and they all kind of exist in this this never never plane mm-hmm. um and that can ha- and that they can have like Harry says that when he's explaining to us about ogres is they are wild. They're not like um, beholden to any particular court. They, um, so you can, that's that's got to be you know one of the such and such. Right, right. Um, and he describes them as being um, really brutish and violent and um, impulsive. But this this guy Grum was. Like we he was restrained. Mm-hmm. He was able to change his appearance. Yeah, you know, really, really easily, quick, right? Um, and Harry's magic didn't have any effect on him. So all these things point to him not being just a regular old, you know, run of the mill for hire over. This right. is like somebody's go to guy. But
4: who? <laughs>
2: Um. Yeah, and Harry is not happy about it either because of the fact he has self-restraint and thinks about what he does and has skills. Like, this is pretty much the opposite of what you're hoping to find in an enemy. Because, uh, you know, he's an ogre. He looks big and dumb. And you're hoping that he's big and dumb.
3: Yeah, and, and now he's big and smart, which is seems
2: unfair and also he's fast somehow despite being enormous mm-hmm. um so um so he runs off harry is left to get himself out of the apartment um somewhat injured yeah and where is it that he heads next
3: Um, he goes to the funeral. Right. Well, we'll leave
2: a photo that he slipped out of the pile of stuff Mm -hmm. that Grum was trying to take.
3: Yeah. And it's this, uh, like two guys and two girls. Is there a
2: truck backing up, like, in your apartment? Oh, my God. (laughs) I wish you could see how far away this truck was from my house. Holy shit. So that you could
3: appreciate how loud it is. Oh, let's
2: close the window. He's just oh, like, God. this is just so unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You're backing up. Good for you.
4: <laughs>
2: Congratulations. Your truck goes in reverse. Get out of here. Um, so, yeah, there are four people in this photo. Um, A couple dudes, one of whom looks like smaller and more slender than the other. And a couple girls, one of whom has like murky brown hair and is pretty ugly and stout. And a girl who is like super model, cover girl, Mm -hmm. beautiful. Because of course. Because of course. And Yeah, both
3: the girls have green hair for mm -hmm. some reason. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to mean anything later. You know, that was just a fun day for them and that's why they took the picture. I don't know. I just thought it was weird that they both did.
2: Yeah, and the hot one, her hair is like green, like grass. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other girl, he calls it like pond scum.
3: Yeah, which, probably because she's not hot.
2: That's just rude. <laughs> Don't be <like> that. <laughs> you now with my fur, all the time, white and like orange, it looks so cool. Um, but she goes out, and this random old man comes up to her and goes, "It looks like you got slime on your head." <laughs> she just turned and looked at him and she's like not a confrontational person but i could see on her face that she was literally like how dare you sir and she was trying so hard to keep it inside and i think a second after he said it he realized like what kind of bullshit it was Mm-hmm. And he tried to kind of turn it into a joke and be like, yeah, huh? yeah you know, but like, dude, oh really? God. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. Yep. And I told Owen about it. I made the mistake of telling him. And now every time we talk about doing hair color, he has to fucking say that shit to me. <laughs> every time. <laughs> you weren't even there, Owen. <laughs>
3: Somehow knowing how much joy Always gets out of saying that (laughs) joke to you
2: Over and over again gives me joy Oh I hate you Both (laughs) Go to hell Um yeah so Anyway So he goes To this uh funeral I kind of like the detail I'm not really sure why But that he's like nobody would mistake This guy Bancor Yeah
3: there's a, for some reason, there's a really detailed description of how this funeral home has gone downhill.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> he describes, you know, how uh, it used to have carefully landscaped shrubbery. And now it just has big rocks because it's probably cheaper to maintain. Mm-hmm. And he called it, um, he called it a funeral home. But there's a sign outside that says Quiet Acres Funeral Home.
2: Oh right!
3: So I guess this place is, was bought out. Yeah. by you know something else, and you know it's just going downhill. Um, yeah, I f- totally is, didn't even
2: notice that. But good catch, good catch.
3: Yeah, but it's it's and I'm trying to remember when they when Mab first shows up, they get Harry to investigate this this murder. Mm-hmm. This guy artist, but yeah. So and then when Harry sees his apartment. He describes the building too. He's like, it looks like it used to be an old theater, and like at one point, it was probably pretty posh, but it was kind of go- also going downhill. Hmm. Um.
2: Yeah. Cause doesn't he describe the inside, like the decor and everything, to like it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um.
3: So everything about it just seems like this is somebody who. I don't know what his circumstance was, but it. But somehow not as high as it had been, maybe? Going to seed. Yes, yes. That's a great way to put it. And then the description of what his what his body looked out laid out is kind of wrapped that all up in a neat little bow.
2: And this suit him. Get mm-hmm. it? Get it. Oh my god. I didn't do does. that on purpose. I really didn't, I swear. Don't be mad at me. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. It's, there's just something about the whole vibe of it that feels very like not picturesque.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and, but trying to be. Yeah. That kind of awkward, like, oh, honey, you tried. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: there's a pretty hilarious description, too, of Harry looking, you know, surveying the crowd. Mm-hmm. And he says, unfortunately, like, there was nobody. In the shadows smoking a cigarette. <laughs> nobody was twisting their mushroom. <laughs> or like their, mushroom. their mustache. Sorry about that. Throwing <laughs> their mustache. Um That so sounded that really dirty, like- Rashawn.
2: <laughs> there was nobody standing in the corner twisting their mushroom. I sure fucking hope not. For Christ's sake, it's a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> um when he said it looked like an old theater what kind of theater will surprise you um (laughs) (laughs) but then he hears voices out in the hall and he follows them because they're talking all secretive like and when he goes out in the photo yeah
4: yeah.
2: (laughs) right and um They're talking about how one of them is missing and they have not been able to get in touch with her, Lily. And one of the guys says something like maybe she finally came to her senses and got out of town. And the other girl is like, dude, she's super nervous by herself ever. You think she would just bail and not say anything to anybody and go alone? No. Um... And he's coming back at her with like, well, then what do you think we should do? And she's like, I don't know, something. And he's like, wow, real yeah. helpful. And I'm like, fucking, what do you got, dude? <laughs> uh, and then he tells them, well, the wizard's here, BT. Of- yeah. Which is, um, I guess means that
3: I'm assuming that they're human and that they don't have any power really that could match Harry right. except for when she slugs him in the face because that seems to do okay <laughs> uh
2: yeah so like the one kid um fix is just going oh, oh god like totally freaking out about everything and they talk about like Harry's reputation mm-hmm. and fix is the one who says I heard that he's supposed to be a pretty decent human being, right? And the other guy's like, I mean, depends on who you talk to. He like it. He definitely has a reputation for anybody getting his way winding up dead, and that is not untrue. Yeah. <laughs> About Mab though,
3: and they they they're like, you know, he's in Mab's pocket, and right. they know that she crossed over. Well, they say she crossed over from fairy today. Which we haven't seen, Mad, today. True. So they know more than we know. So I don't know, like how how did these kids know about that? These are the kids from the picture. So I don't know. I feel like a summer night wouldn't just be telling anybody that he was a summer night. Yeah, how like, that works? That you... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't. Like I feel like people who need to know that you're a summer night will just know somehow. Because they're in that world, maybe? I don't know how that news gets around. <laughs> but but these kids don't sound like they're of that world and yet they know names.
2: Right.
3: I don't know. But they're terrified of Harry. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it.
2: Yeah, so they like know of harry but (laughs) don't know details about harry they know of mab but it doesn't seem like like you said they're really a part of this so where do they fall in this whole thing it's just i don't know
3: it's really weird
2: and um when they go out the back harry gets face
3: oh my god
2: and then he tell them to like calm down ride <laughs> <laughs> do you hear me <laughs> he tries
3: to talk to them but his mouth is all fucked up and they're like oh my god he's trying to ask us <laughs> <laughs> and they like run away like a Scooby-Doo
2: cartoon <laughs> oh god that really is a really good one. I fucking laugh so hard <laughs> I th- and I think like when Fix says it, he's Lee standing in place, jumping up and down, pointing, going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like there's just something so cartoony and hilarious oh. about it. Oh my god! And so,
3: <laughs> so the woman picks Harry up, Well she kicks him, and then she picks him up and <laughs> uh- "Harry didn't deserve that." <laughs> <laughs> what what is what is the line where then I think he's trying to cast another he's just like hebbity hebbity
2: better? hebbity <laughs> better Yeah, I'm trying to where is it that he says it? <laughs> um yeah, hebbity better I said by way of attempting a greeting. <laughs> like just wait, there you smile. <laughs> The woman kicked me in the ribs hard enough to knock the wind out of me. Then she picked me up by the back of my pants, grunting with the effort, and threw me into the air. I came down 10 feet away in an open dumpster and crunched down amid cardboard boxes and stinking refuse. So
3: we know that this woman
2: is, he describes her as being stocky. Okay, you got to adjust your mic again. He describes her as being
3: stocky, but very muscular. Mm Mm-hmm. And says something about the way she's dressed for the funeral and how uh, her pants are so tight you can see like how muscular her thighs are. Mm-hmm. But she tossed a grown ass man ten feet. Yeah. Maybe they're. I don't know. Maybe they're not, he- not human. Maybe they're something else. Maybe they can shape-shift like that ogre. Maybe there's a there's a uh, a thing we didn't talk about when Harry first gets to the funeral. He starts talking about looking around the room, and he says that um, it that fairies can do like glamours over themselves mm-hmm. to make themselves look, I guess, more mortal. Mm-hmm. He says they don't do a really good job of it.
2: Yeah, as he puts it, they can change their appearances in a lot of ways, but they don't do well at blending in. Even when they make themselves look mostly human, they still don't really look human. Yeah. There's just something about the, their appearance that catches your eye and makes you stare and go, what's up with that one? And usually what that is, is that they're so beautiful. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And he doesn't really sense that here. Yeah. So I don't know
3: what to make of these kids. And I don't know. How the fuck she's throwing. I mean, I guess if you're strong enough, you can throw a grown man 10 feet. That seems excessive to me. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something else that I'm not thinking of. Some other type of shapeshifter or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's too early. Too early.
2: Um. So, yeah, then she's like, go, go, go. And they take off. And uh, Billy the werewolf shows up. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, my God. Come on. I have I have this as a Kindle book. Thanks to bitches, by the way, for this. Um, and I'm in the middle of looking at it. And my phone just started updating in my hand. <laughs> the screen just went white. And then the Apple showed up in that little progress bar. And I'm like, hey, thanks. So... What happens next, Rashawn? <laughs> Help me out here.
3: Good God. So, Billy shows up because it turns out Harry asked him to. And um he has a bunch of pizza with him, just like Harry asked him. So I know what that means. They're going back to see the first fairy we met. Toot. Maybe. Toot. Is that what his what was his name? Toot toot. Yes. That's where they're going. Hee <laughs> hee. I know what that means. I know what pizza means.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Have you seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? I have not. Okay, that it's a really surprisingly funny romantic comedy that I feel like is a little Does bit that underrated. Does that have the kid from How that Your Mother Sound? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And at one point, like, he doesn't realize that his girlfriend is getting ready to break up with him. And he comes running out to greet her on the way, like, she's just come back from a big trip and he had been going to get in the shower and she comes home while he's naked and he comes running out buck ass naked to greet her and waggles his dick at her and is like being all jokey and she has to be like, we need to talk in the middle of his dick wiggle. And she makes him sit down and she's like partway. And she's like, why don't you go put some clothes on? And he's like, no, I'm not going to get, I know what that means. I know what clothes means. As soon as I get up and put clothes on, we're over. And that's what I'm thinking of. when you're like, I know what pizza means. I'm not going to do it. I know what pizza means. Toot toot. Oh God. Uh, it's really hard to do to say anything with like any, any emotional weight to it when the name is Toot Toot. But yeah. you know, <laughs> I made an effort here. Um, but yeah. So, uh, what do you think that's going to be? Where do you think well, how, how do you think that's going to go?
3: You know what? I am not mad at this decision because Harry has a lot of questions, and I don't know where else he can go right now. Um, for answers. of
2: be to oh man, girl, I don't know what's happening, but you gotta turn your head again. Oh, my god damn it. Every time I tell you you have to adjust it, you do sound better instantly. Like you whatever you're doing, it works. Yeah. But but it seems like as soon as you start to shift away, it's just cause it's so it's like like I can tell you talking that can't actually hit Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was
3: sounding like that. <laughs>
2: It's like there are definite syllables and sounds happening, but there's not enough definition for me to tell what you're saying. Um, so what were you saying? You, you're you not mad at him for doing this because? Oh, because he has uh, questions that need to be answered.
3: Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a good source, even though it's going to be a pain in the ass and he might have to uh, take some of the answers with a grain of salt. But I also feel like he should be talking more with Ebenezer.
2: Good point. Yeah. There goes somebody who doesn't feel like a tapped source mm-hmm. right now. Um, I mean,
3: he's got a lot of new information about the uh, the way the courts work. He's 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 bumped into this ogre. Yeah, I feel like there's a call that could have been made. <laughs> Maybe he'll call in the next chapter or two. I don't know. I hope so.
2: Um. Yeah, because I mean, every <gasps> what if the ogre is working for the Merlin? for the merlin. Ooh. Okay. I mean, I don't know.
3: That's it that that feels like that would be very unmerliny. But,
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to know when he like sends somebody in to bait Harry with the it, door open. That's like
3: just what I was going to say. That is you a know, really low trick. Like, you know, that didn't work. So maybe um not that he wanted to May I don't know what the deal is. See, I don't know enough about the merlin. I don't what if the Merlin is why would the Merlin have this knight murdered though? What would he gain by that? Yeah, see, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just talking out loud now, guys. <laughs> give <me any> attention. <laughs> um, I just I don't I don't believe I believe I don't believe Mab killed this guy, even though Bob made made a good point about she never said she didn't do it. Mm-hmm. For some reason I don't think she did it. I think it's someone else. I just don't know who. Um, I mean, for all I know, it could have been one of the other queens. You know, I don't know. I just don't think
2: she did it. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing because, like, the whole reason that they have the knights is because they're not allowed to kill mortals. So they have hitmen
4: mm-hmm. basically.
2: basically. Um, which is such a strange... Like, isn't that weird... That for some reason for me is just so. It's very strange because Bob makes the point of saying because
3: Harry's like, oh wait, they can't they can't kill me, mm-hmm. and Bob's like, no, and Harry's like, oh that's great, but then Bob's like, but she could just make you drown yourself in quicksand or jump into traffic. So yep. they have other ways of killing people. So that
2: they so that they need a hitman is really bizarre. Yeah, it's sort of like. I feel like what it is is like the hit man is what they do when they want people to know that they were the one who ordered this to be done.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And the drown yourself in quicksand is the thing that they want to do. And they're like, Oh, what a terrible accident. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, And yeah, I feel like it's sort of, I feel like the that the fine print on someone's death is really important to the fairies, and the message that it sends is just as important as whether or not somebody is dead. So that
3: sounds that sounds right.
2: Um, yeah. and also probably just having somebody to like do your dirty work in general. Like they're just yeah, you know they're thug. I guess. Wasn't there a part where he says that the the say the. The court only has the one knight
3: and he serves all three but he serves them each like differently. Yeah. That's a complicated job.
2: I know right. Um, Yeah I like just how do you wind up in the position where a fairy queen is like hey you want to be my knight? I feel like how awful of a person do you have to be? Do you have to be awful? I don't know do you? I don't know. I
3: feel like they're pretty terrible.
2: If they're but, kind of a hitman, one would think so. Uh, yeah. And
3: yeah, see, I don't know what I don't know. Like, if you, it also seems like the kind of position, the kind of like other than the the power that comes that makes you like harder to kill and able to be sort of like lethal, to, you know, to other people. Mm-hmm. What? other i guess what else do you get out of it i mean i'm wondering like As immortal like Mm -hmm. you don't get immortality clearly no um it doesn't sound like you make a lot of money (laughs) considering you know what this guy's circumstances seem to be at his death yeah so maybe i don't know i mean i'm i mean i don't Working for fairies is not, like, nothing to shrug at, you know?
2: I mean, yeah, like, the the being part of a supernatural world, getting what amounts to supernatural powers, right. that's pretty good. That's a—I that's a, well,
3: wonder, if, and we were saying earlier about, like, whether or not that's something you could tell other people. So, if I'm, like, just a dude, mm. right, and I'm not living a pretty remarkable life, and then this thing happens. Don't you kind of want to tell people? Who's going to believe you, though? A- exactly. So then you have to, like, find an audience for that kind of thing. I Are mean, those kids I just guess... this audience? Are they just, like... Is that how they know about Harry and they know about Mab and... But why would they believe him? I don't know exactly. But I feel like, I mean... I don't know, maybe they they hung out. Maybe they were just open to that sort of stuff. Maybe they hung out at golf clubs or something. I don't know. Oh, my God.
2: Know. Maybe they hung out at golf clubs. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I mean... Uh, Yeah, it's just like, that's really the question, like, because as you're putting it, they know, they know enough. And where is that coming from? So, yeah, I mean, it could just be that they're, I don't know, fans of his work that he then entrusted with this information. Like, maybe he has, like, maybe he had enough power to
3: show them little things, you
2: know. okay. I don't, I don't know exactly
3: how that would work, but, you know, show them glimpses into the never-never or bring back things or, uh, you know, I don't know. I just don't know who the fuck these kids are and why he has pictures of them. Are they his kids' kids? No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that They're not
2: his kids. I don't know. <laughs> I love this. You're just like spinning in circles wildly here. It's great. Um, yeah, well, I guess we'll find out next week. I hope so. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, you didn't mean that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. Well, everybody, uh, we love you so much, guys. We love you so dearly. Except for that one. You know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to leave that out there. So everybody thinks I'm talking about them. Um, but I wanted to share a deep, heartfelt thank you to everybody who contributed to our GoFundMe for our trip because we reached our goal uh, a couple days ago. And someone suggested that I up the goal on there again in the hopes of getting Rashawn her own hotel room so that she doesn't have to share with me and Owen. Uh, so I have I upped it again because Rashan is somebody who values her privacy and her solitude, uh, uh, even more than the average person. I, feel like I I am really uncomfortable with upping the goal for me. Listen, I, really, I don't know how like, to tell you this, like I'm about but the to to GoFundMe like already was for you in <laughs> like, a lot of ways, so it well, doesn't matter. I, I, like everybody
3: should
2: just settle down and by settle down she means give us your money so go to gofundme.com slash unspoiled hp world donate any amount of money i don't know if they have a minimum on gofundme i think the minimum is like five bucks um and no matter how much or how little you donate you will get access to a dropbox that will have eventually three episodes of me and Rashawn discussing the Harry Potter movies. At the moment, in that Dropbox, there are two. We discussed movies one through three, and then we discussed movies four through six. And the final episode, we're going to be doing in about a month. uh, It will definitely be up before we go to Orlando, but we're spacing them out because it takes a long time to watch these motherfucking movies because they're each like two and a half hours long. (laughs) Um. And if you're a patron, you have probably seen our threads in the Patrons Only group as we live watch and comment on it while we do it, which is very amusing to me. <laughs> I enjoy it a lot. Um, so, yeah, that's what's going on with that. Thank you, everybody who donated so far. You are super generous and amazing and we've gotten a lot of really sweet notes from people also just letting us know that they love the show and uh hope you have a great time and buy a butter beer on me and all these kinds of things and it's just really appreciated and brightens my day right up um and also thank you to everybody who sent birthday wishes because that was also really nice i had a really good birthday this year and let me tell you i was fucking due so (laughs) thanks for making my birthday great Um, so new patrons real quick. We only have a couple this week. Um, we have Darcy Meadows, Ashley Ways, and Seven Bear Sarah became patrons this week. Welcome to all of you guys. Um, a couple of you are $5 and above, which means you'll get access to the Twin Peaks episodes I'm doing with Maggie right now. Um, $3 and up, you will get access to the monthly cocktail hour, which is really, really fun. And I put an event up in the patrons only group for that. And... Ten dollars and up, you will get the monthly postcard, um which forgive me, everybody, I'm late on sending those out. I normally send them out like pretty much on the last day of the month. They go in the mail, but because of my birthday, I got thrown off schedule wise, so I am still finishing those up and they'll be going out over the weekend. Um so I'm so sorry, oh my God, forgive me, please. but those are going to be the uh bookmark postcards, and then next month, I'm deciding between because I have two printed out already there's the one that's the unspoiled sigil like in in the style of game of thrones and then there's the one that is that's what i do i drink and i forget things uh so i'll i'll have to figure out which one of those is going out for november or october sorry october um and then the book club will be going out in a couple weeks i'm recording it this weekend um with the two gentlemen from overdue podcast And they are super fun. I'm very excited to be, and I'm not just saying this, I really am. I'm super excited and a little nervous to be recording with them over the weekend on Stephen King's Bag of Bones. (laughs) (laughs) Which was a book that was full of surprises, which I should have seen coming that it would be, he is just really good at being like, hey, here's a scary monster. Also, here's a much scarier human being. (laughs) Um, But, That book, there's going to be plenty to talk about. And I'm very interested to see how that goes. So if you're interested in the book club, you should look into that in a couple weeks and see that episode. And then the next book that I will be doing for the... uh, It will be... I had originally planned on recording it on Halloween because I was still doing the live episodes at that point. Um, But then the live episodes proved to be much more of a pain in the ass than they wound up being worth because very few people showed up um the haunting of hill house is going to be the one that comes after that so i'm pretty excited about that because i have heard many good things about it so (laughs) uh so yeah y'all Everybody, uh, read these books. Go buy them on Amazon. Amazon. dot com. No, nope, nope. Scratch that. Unspoiledpodcast.com dot com slash Amazon. <laughs> Go buy these books. Use my link. Shop. Support the show. Read. Learn things. Enrich your life. And then listen to us talk about it and laugh, or cry. Who knows? <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay are you good is there anything you want to add madam no ma'am all right everybody thank you so much for listening we love you and we will see you next week with three more chapters toodaloo motherfuckers bye guys
1: 18 plus.